The conversation is that this podcast has no direction. No, it has direction, but it's it's an open. It's a discussion. It's a thing. And that's it. That's it. All right. Let's discuss. Um, straight up, have you seen Zomi Berkowitz's post on Facebook? <laughs> I just did because we, were, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we were talking ago. about it earlier, and I think it's hilarious. And honestly, I think we should just, like, we should read some of the posts. Uh, if you haven't read the post, uh, Zomi posted... Uh, if you don't know Zombie's work, first of all, you should check him out. This guy, he claims to not care about photography as much, or he doesn't. He's not super passionate about it, but his work is insane. He is one of the voices of weddings that I love to, to watch and to look at. Um, anyway, but he posted uh, a confession. He was like, "Confession time! Photographers fess up!" That kind of thing, and all sorts of people. I've been writing all sorts of things, and it's pretty funny, all the confessionals, or the confessions people have given to. Uh... I like this one right here. I haven't organized my main computer drive in years. I have folders named, quote, organize, numbered up to seven, for each time I have a messy desktop and just put it into an organized folder. <laughs> That well, seems like a disaster. That sounds like a, yeah, one day, you're going to have like three weeks of work to get out of that hole that you're digging for yourself. Here's another one. I purposely shoot at certain moments at press conferences so I can watch the news later and hear my clickety-click sound. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that the person took the time to write out clickety-click sound. Yeah. <laughs> clickety-click sound. There are 690 comments on this post. I think it's people are just having... Uh, a field day. I was reading one earlier. Uh, let me find it here. Oh, man. Some person doesn't use lens caps. Oh, this one from a guy named Ryan Flynn. A guy named Brian Flynn. Uh, I was trying to hop over a log to get ahead of the bride and groom walking to the ceremony. With 150 guests watching us walk down the beach, didn't realize the log was slick and yard sailed it in front of everyone. Hit the ground so hard, my memory cards popped out of one camera. I was sore for a week, but 150 people clapping for me really felt pretty nice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, uh, this list girl put a set a priest on fire. Um, oh, there's so many. There's so many from people not understanding how to use their flashes to people loving to shoot family photos. Do you like shooting family photos? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I love it too. I think there's like, it's there, it's proper, it's a portrait. So I'm like, I'm cool with it. I'm not like, oh, I can't shoot family photos. Like, I don't know. I think there's an art behind all of it. There's an art behind that too. So, um. Do you have any that you would like to share, AD? Any, uh... Oh, Levi, I guess I should have expected you to ask me that. <laughs> uh, let's see, what do I want to share? Because that's the, that's the most important part, let's see. Um, oh, there's so many. Well, you're thinking one, I'll share one. All right, what do you got? Well, one time I was shooting an elopement, and I was on a rock. It was like six feet off the ground, mm-hmm. and I was shooting, and I was getting closer and closer to the edge because I was shooting down towards them. So they were on, on the ground, I was above them on this shale piece of rock, and then the rock broke, oh. and, I, and I fell. <laughs> oh my gosh! All, of, all six feet, but everything was okay. That's pretty scary. I mean, it was all on this like kind of like grassy stuff, so it was fine. But where, where were you? This was in Iceland. 
Oh, oh, of course. This was in Iceland. Did you guys hear that? Listeners, if you, if you heard it, it was in Iceland. This was in Iceland. I wasn't going to say it, but... Excuse me, this was in Iceland. My name is Levi. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you don't know, my name is Levi. Wait, no. My name is Adonia Jaja. Everybody calls me AD. Right here, I've got Levi T. Arena. And this is uh, the podcast. This is just the thing. We're doing it. So Yep, this is more, mostly a trial run as we speak, so... Maybe it'll be the worst thing you've ever heard and be embarrassed of this, but probably not yeah, because we don't care enough. Yeah, you'll probably never hear this. If you're hearing this, uh, I'm sorry because, one, I'm, like, beating the table. If you can hear that, that's horrible. Um, yeah, so... Did you ever come up with a story? Yeah, about? stories. Okay, the one that I didn't want to say was this time I was shooting a wedding. Uh, it wasn't in Iceland, uh, and... I, there were all these big glass windows and big glass doors, and I was outside with my second shooter, and I uh, I turn around and my the bride is like dropping it like it's hot. She's like she's on the dance floor, she's getting it, and so I get excited, I'm ready, and I you know I'm all about covering everything. I'm just like I run back inside, but in between me and inside was one of those glass windows. (laughs) (laughs) And so I hit the window so hard that my lens broke. And and let me explain (laughs) how close I was to the window. I was probably only a foot and a half from the window. And I'm sitting here talking to my second shooter, and all of a sudden all he sees is me turn around and beeline (laughs) into the window and, and break my lens. My lip was bleeding. And he was like... What 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 just happened? He didn't understand it. The the high end this planner saw me from across the room. It's like, huh? Like, I'm like all the best intentions, but uh, definitely missed that shot. Whatever. Wow. But, uh, That's actually hilarious. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. I this is not speaking of broken lenses. One time I was shooting a rehearsal dinner the day before the wedding. It was actually my highest booking wedding I've ever booked ever. Hmm. So I was, you know, working really hard to make sure I did it, everything very well. Anyways, I, I was changing lenses and took my 35 out of my bag. And when I pulled it out, I literally threw it in the air. Oh, no. Like, three feet in the air. And because I was, I have no idea. I couldn't grab it. And so I just, I watched <laughs> it get the fly in the air and then <laughs> smash in the cement outside. Oh, immediately broke. Like, and the bride, like the glass broke? The, gra- the glass broke. Oh. And the bride was literally sitting next to me. And I was like, don't worry about it. I have an extra one of those lenses. <laughs> and that night I had to drive over to a friend's house and borrow one. Uh, it was my 35. Dang it. So That's an expensive 35. It cost me like 600 bucks to fix. What other, uh, have you ever broken any other lenses? Let's talk about broken lenses. I broke a lens shooting a wedding this year. I oh. literally put it in my bag, took it out, and it was broken. The, back, the rear glass in my 85 was just cracked. But you don't know how. I have no idea how. Dang. And I took it out, and I actually used it because it gave me some cool, like, flares. Um, oh, really? And, yeah. So Did actually, you... it really didn't affect the images in a negative way. But That's crazy. So it was actually, it wasn't the worst thing. Did you have lens caps on the on At that time, I did not, because I were in my bag, I was already shooting during the day. Yeah. And so... Hmm, that's pretty crazy. It, um, it's possible. There was a really cold day, too, so it's possible it could have cracked. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking of excuses. I, I think I've broken of my own. There was a 50 that I was running, and I just, it just fell out of the bag while I was running at a wedding. It's very typical. 
<laughs> and fell in the bag, and I just saw it roll. That's the first one I ever broke. But I sort of fixed it, but it's never been perfect. But it's now a super artistic lens. Like, I love shooting with that one when I'm not sure what I want or I want it to have a, a particular look. I keep that lens handy. Um, and then uh, just a couple weeks ago, uh, at this wedding I was just showing you, <laughs> we're on this rock in, in, in Independence Pat. No, no, we were on, uh, in Rocky Mountain National Park. And I just had it, this fourteen twenty four, this big mm-hmm. honking lens in my bag. Must have been sitting the wrong way or something. I made a move and it just tumbled down the, the little rock and it just, it, it broke. It's, it didn't shatter, but it, uh, the uh, focus element is mm-hmm. sticky, so I'll have to send it in. Luckily, I have insurance, and so I'm pretty sure that covers it. I've never used insurance on any of my broken lenses. Yeah. Because I feel like when the rates go up, I, don't, I would literally only use my insurance if all my gear was stolen oh, at one really? time. That's probably the only time I'd actually like, report an incident. Because well, yeah, my, the rate to get it fixed, for, like a lens fixed, like, probably less than the same price as my deductible. So I feel like my insurance is really only there if all my gear goes missing or if somebody trips over me at a, at a wedding and wants to see me. Yeah, I guess I don't know. This is like, I think this lens is 16 new and my deductible is 500. Do you think it would cost that much to fix it? Because uh, when I broke my, my 85, it only cost me 220 to fix this, the whole rear element of the class. Oh, really? So I feel like it's pretty affordable. All right, maybe I'll look it up and see what... Uh, then again, it's Nikon, and I feel like Nikon is a lot slower and not as uh, timely with their repairs as Canon is. Oh, wow. Uh, shots fired out here. I feel like this is a conversation at Nikon. <laughs> at Nikon, shots fired by at Levi T. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are, uh, they are slow. I, I had a mess of a situation with sending my camera in and months later see I don't understand that why know, would you wait months I feel like I, I would have like been calling daily I didn't want to wait months I know why, why yeah. did you wait months now? no I was calling them they were like oh sus- we were waiting on a part and I was like you're waiting on a part like don't you make the parts yeah who are you waiting on the part for <laughs> <laughs> like your Nikon <laughs> I don't I don't get it um, anyway I eventually got it back and it was wonderful once I got it back I had, had a couple lenses in just for cleaning and a camera, and they—I mean, they even—they they cleaned everything. It was beautiful. They placed, replaced a lot of the rubber parts and all that. So it was nice, but it did take a very long time to get back, and so that was kind of a mess. But broken lenses. Ooh, you know, I scratched one from. This is when I was still second shooting. Uh, I still second shoot, but this is when I was second shooting. We should do. A, we should do an episode on second shooting. That'd okay. be kind of interesting. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I do? I yeah, there was a lens. I apparently I put a a lens cap, like the rear element cap, in the bottom of the lens, and it was this honking two hundred f two, and I put the bulb part down onto the plastic part in the thing. I didn't realize I did it. I just couldn't find, you know, it was dark. I'm putting the lens back in the bag. <laughs> Why was it dark? It was the end of the night, you oh, know. Oh, like, okay, yeah, and so I'm just like packing the gear up and I put the F2 in the front element right on the... And this was someone else's lens that you were using? We had rented the lens from a guy mm-hmm. and that lens is very expensive. I want to say it's like four to 6000 I can't remember now. but um, And so, and it was weird because I didn't know. I had no idea, but... The guy I was working for thought that I should pay for it, and I get it, but but what do you do in that situation? 
like when he found out that that happened, I'm being obviously I didn't want to pay for it, so I'm biased in this situation. Yeah, this is actually a great conversation to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's uh, we're talking about it. <laughs> that's <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> no, but okay, because here's the I thing. I think this is actually a great conversation to talk about. Great conversations. <laughs> no, okay, so it's just though. Let's get back to this actual conversation. Yeah. Do you feel like you are liable? Or is this this is the real the real question is like you hire somebody to work for you, they do something bad, they scratch something, they break something. Are they liable for that, or are you because they are under your business and they are technically because it's is it based off of contracting or how does it kind of work? I how think, would you imagine it? I think it's whoever. Honestly, I think it's whoever rented the lens is responsible for what happens to the lens. They yeah. sign whoever signed anything. And so as a second shooter in this situation, I didn't sign anything. Yeah. I didn't even use the lens. I was just putting it back in the thing because it was the end of the night and we're all we're putting everything together. It, it was a silly mistake. I think anyone could have made it, but I was the one that made that that faux pas or whatever. You know, like sure. that was me. Okay, but let's imagine you're in a car and you are just casually texting and driving. And you know, casually, <laughs> just casually breaking the and, law, and then you hit somebody, and they're in a, and they're in a rental car, or they're in their own car. It doesn't really matter. They still have to get through. They have to start through. Hold on, I'm trying to think about this. I had this was going somewhere, and now yeah, it's not. I, don't, I don't think. I don't think that. I, don't I think mean, that works. What, what do you think? Do you think? I think it's the responsibility of the, the business owner, whoever is in charge of it. Do you incur business expenses? If I go, if I'm working for K, if I'm working for Kmart, uh, God rest their soul. Are they still mm-hmm. around? Let's say I'm working for Blockbuster. Okay. All right. God rest their soul. You know, I'm working for Blockbuster, and I break a DVD. I'm not gonna. Blockbuster isn't gonna say to me, "Hey, man, you have to pay for the DVD." Maybe. Uh, I think that that's their company. They have to fix it. I think. Or what do you? Uh, Maybe okay. So okay, here's I, I definitely get what you're saying, and I think there is I think it comes back to two things. I think on one side of it, in my mind, if you're running a business, you need to be willing to be responsible for all the people that are working beneath you. Yeah. Even if they if they make mistakes make mistakes on your time with your crap, you have to own that because ultimately you're responsible for it. Exactly. That's one that's one thing. The second thing though is that in most agreements that people do for like second shooting or other stuff like that, if there is a written agreement it's this like subcontractor role where that person isn't a part of the business. They're distinctly a separate part of the business. And that's the, a, a subcontractor agreement. It basically says like, hey, we don't, you're not part of this company. And so that part, if somebody makes a mistake for you where you are explicitly not a part of their organization, are, you, are they still liable for your, your stuff? Okay. I guess that's a very good distinction to make. That In one situation, someone has signed something that says, I am such and, I am such, and such. Such, I'm such, such, but do you know what I mean? I am such and such. Sure. But in in a lot of situations, especially sex shooting around now, these this person is uh, hasn't signed anything. Some I think some photographers make sure the second shooter signs. Some yeah, sort of I don't think I've ever had anyone sign something. Right. Unless I didn't know them. Yeah. You know. And so, yeah, I've never had anyone sign something, and I would probably not ever sign anything, because to me, it's not worth it. If I'm second shooting, right. and they're like, you can't use the images, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want your money. Like, I don't, I'm not in dire need of the money. I just love making images, you know? Right. And so, 
I would probably not sign anything personally. And I, and I, it's also because that's how I started. I mm-hmm. didn't start signing things to second shoot. I just went to the wedding. Right. And so in this situation, I didn't sign anything. I'm just going to the wedding, and all, all of a sudden, I'm being asked to pay, you know, a certain amount of money. Yeah, because I mean, then you're literally land. losing money on right. this thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was just a second shooting gig. I didn't even get paid that much. And I, honestly, I can't even remember how it went down. And no no issue. Like, it was totally fine with the photographer who who ran, you know, mm-hmm. the, the primary. I didn't care. It was just more like, oh, like, this is interesting. Who is responsible? Where where does all that go? So what did you do? Well, honestly, I can't remember. It was so long ago. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think that There's I paid... There's literally no resolution to the story. No, I think I paid a little bit of the price to fix it. But what happened, what, what I remember happening was... The person we rented the lens from yeah. didn't actually fix it. They were like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's yeah. this, the scratch was so small, if there was a scratch, right. that I, I never saw the scratch, and they didn't care after it was all said and done. And so even though I think we did pay the money, they didn't actually pay to get it fixed. Sure. They were just like, mm. I mean, that, that to me, those like, I feel, I mean, okay, I get, that happened with a car. Like, I, I got re-rented by somebody, and then... I got a quote for it to be fixed and they decided to pay me to settle with me outside of court. Sure. And so, and so I kept the money for that. I could have got it fixed. And I guess it's the same thing, I suppose. Like it's their decision to fix or not. Yeah. Fix it. It's the, you know, that's just what happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's interesting. Well, okay. I have another situation like this that is in the same genre. I had a friend of mine. We were second, he, we were shooting a wedding in Georgia in North Georgia at Cloud, mm, Cloud Georgia. Canyon back in the motherland mm. of AD. I'm, I'm from Georgia guys. And, uh, I mean, this is North Georgia, like, basically as far from Savannah as you can get, plus yeah. being in Georgia. Mm. Um, Georgia. And so we stayed at an Airbnb in Chattanooga. Okay. Chattanooga. So, and, um, that's not in Georgia. It's not in Georgia. It's in yeah. Tennessee. So for those of you who are not in the U.S. or geographically <laughs> challenged. So it's, you know, it's about, it's, this is maybe half an hour or 40 minutes away from where the, the wedding was at. That's totally relevant to the story. Anyways, we get to this Airbnb. And immediately it's a bad situation because the guy says it's going to be ready. His name is Kip, which is always a bad sign. Yeah. And Kip. Kip. I don't think I've ever met a nice Kip. Maybe not. I can't say that. I mean, you think you just think like you think of like Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. Like I don't know. I knew, like it doesn't seem like a respectable name. Yeah. Okay. That that's one thing. Kip <laughs> Kip is fine, but it's it's tainted because of what happens next. We just lost half of the viewers. <laughs> Named Kip. <laughs> well, their kids are named Kip. I'm like, oh, dang it, I hate these people. <laughs> it's okay. Well, the reason Kip has been re- the reason I say these things in such an aggressive way is because what happened next is we get to this place. I'm like, okay, Kip's going to meet us there. The place is supposed to be ready. Anyways, we go to the Airbnb. We knock on the door. It's supposed to be ready at one o'clock or whatever time it was. And this guy answers the door. First off, it's not ready. Mm. Second off, he's wearing a t-shirt and boxers. Mm. Which I'm also like, why are you in your boxers? Like, <laughs> Sounds like Kip. <laughs> because, well, the thing is, if he, he told me that there was going to be guests there the night before, so he had to clean up for them. Mm. So first question is like, wait, did you come here, remove your trousers, <laughs> start cleaning things up, and then put them back on to leave? Like, how did, the, how did your pants get off in the first place when you're in so your awkward. boxers? It's so awkward. The, the boxers had Benjamin Franklin's on them, so there's $100 bills all over them. I'm glad you looked. That's good. I mean, what am I supposed to do? The yeah. teacher didn't didn't come past the boxers. It was very apparent. And so he, like, invites us in to put our stuff down. I'm like, what are we doing here? And also, why are you in your boxers? And 
it was highly uncomfortable. <laughs> and so I was like, this is not a good situation. So then, um, so yeah, so then we drop our stuff off and he's like, yeah, it's okay. We go, you know, then we're leaving, we go to the venue. I'm looking at this place like, what the heck is going on? Why is he here? I find the listing and realize that the listing says that it's a, um, a private room in a place. And like, okay, if we booked uh, rooms in this place and he's there, I'm going to friggin' lose my mind because uh, that, that was a huge mistake of mine. I told my yeah. buddy I was with him, like, if that's the case, I'm going to book his new place because I am so sorry. And then I look back at a reservation and I think he ended up changing the reservation later on. Where So we had the whole place. So that was a tangent for no reason. No. But, um, it's okay. So we go to the shoot the wedding, blah, blah, blah. We had a lot of stuff. My buddy irons his shirt and he's like in the day of the wedding and he puts his shirt on the dresser. Sure. And he irons the shirt and he pulls the shirt off the dresser oh, no. and the varnish has been fogged because of the heat. So it's tarnished uh, the varnish on the, on the dresser yeah. and now it looks kind of that foggy, foggy white, you know, look. Now we Airbnb at our house. We've had people stay with us. Right. We've rented our house out. And so part of my, so at the end when we're, we're checking out, I'm like, dude, I don't, I wouldn't worry about it because the reality is. You're staying in someone's house. There's a certain sense of liability that they have by you coming into, into their home, using their stuff, where they are assuming risk that you could damage some of their property. And it wasn't like it wasn't like damage perpetually. Like oh, it's like you know, it's a little bit like a little white spot, probably like like six inches by six inches in the top, mm-hmm. roughly a bit like the varnish being kind of tarnished a bit. And so I have this like discrepancy. I'm like, okay, one. I'm the person on this reservation. You booked it. You booked it under my name. I'm responsible for you as my second shooter, as my my guest. I'm staying in this place. Um, he offered to, to pay for the thing, and I was kind of like, dude, I wouldn't even worry about it because reality is like, he if he says something, then we can talk about it. But if he doesn't, then like I would let it go. I wouldn't bring it up. Sure. Because but part of me is also like, at what point do you like? Are you assuming liability for something? Like if I was at a hotel, and it happened to like nick up or chip like a, a desk. I wouldn't like, I'd be like, Hey, like this is, I don't know. I would just like, it depends on what I did. Like yeah, if I broke something, if I like, again. if I broke something outright, that's at Levi's here in an at all hotels. <laughs> <laughs> if I make something, I'm like, at any hotel, I don't, care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about nothing. No, but seriously, <laughs> seriously though, like at what point do you, um, do you really take things seriously like this? Like at what point do you like start saying like, Hey, I damaged something or, or do what point do you start saying like, hey, I need to make reparations? Especially if you're staying in someone's yeah. house and you're assuming liability because that's the whole point. In my mind, because when we were hosting Airbnb, people would damage stuff for us frequently. Not like forever, but like, oh, it would be annoying. But like, that's what we get for letting people into our home. Listen, I have the perfect response to this. Okay. I'll tell you that response right after the break. <laughs> okay. All right, we're back. Here we go. Let's okay, so, but there's, there's, I mean, this, I don't know where this story is going, but there's more to the story. Oh, there's more to the story. Kip ended up reaching out and was like, hey, man, there's this thing on my dresser where you, you need to pay to fix it. And I was going to tell him, like, dude, you answer the door in your boxers. It was not that big of a, this is like a very small thing. This is part of, this is part of what happens when you're hosting. Also, why do you answer the door in your boxers? Like, but my buddy is a very nice guy and a very good guy. And he's like, I'll pay to fix it. And I was like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, no, I want to. So I was like, okay. So he took care of it with Kip. And it seemed like it was more expensive than it should have been when it was all said and done. But all to say is I was kind of like, I was ready to be like, dude, I'm going to bounce because I don't feel like I'm like, I feel like this is on you for letting strangers into your house. And also additionally on you, karma coming back for answering the door in boxers that you shouldn't have been in because you had to come to the house, remove your pants, open the door with us there, not put your pants back on. 
I acted like the situation was normal. Right. You know, it's a whole lot. I'm still mad at Kip, if you can't uh, tell. I'm still Kip. upset about yeah. this. Yeah, at Kip yeah. with Benjamin and Franklin Box, pants, yeah. boxers. <laughs> Franklin <laughs> panties. <laughs> Shots fired out here. Um, Is that, maybe I'm a terrible human being. No, I don't think you're terrible, but I think once, you know, Kip wearing boxers is one thing. Damaging someone's property is another. He damaged my intellectual property, property. (laughs) which is my eyes. Which you have to pick it up in court. (laughs) But what I'm, uh, what I would say is good on your second shooter for paying. I mean, for doing that, you know, for, it was a very honorable thing to do. Yeah. And I think that is my slant is in that situation, he made a mistake, but he's also not working, you know, like, you didn't. You're not paying him to sleep in the Airbnb. That's just a extended courtesy. Like, True, but like at the same time, I'm the person on the reservation. Sure, and I think he could have said eh, sorry and take care of it. But he's a friend. He was yeah. vulnerable. So you what know, would I okay? Think, what would you do? I if think you were le- staying. No, what I'm saying. It, what I'm saying legally, I think you would have been responsible. Right, exactly. And that's, so it comes down to legally, you would have been responsible, but he's a good guy, so he... Okay, so let's break it down even further. You're the friend, let's say you're the friend, you iron something, you damage something while you're staying in the Airbnb that I'm paying for. I still, I think I would have, I would have taken care of it. Wow. Difference is, the difference is, at work, this is, it's a little bit different because I'm, I'm actually working for... You know, like, I'm on the job. He said, like, I, even that primary shooter, he said, put the lens in the bag. Right. I didn't, I honestly, sure, I made a mistake. And I did pay for it. I did, like, end up paying for it, if I remember. <laughs> okay. You just said you didn't remember the Yeah, story. I don't remember, but I remember having to pay something. Yeah. I just don't remember how much it was and all that stuff. Sure. But, so I put the lens in the bag. You know, and, I, and so, is it... Is it my fault? I mean, yeah, it's my fault. <laughs> yes, it's your fault. But are you responsible for it? Am I responsible for That's it a in question. this situation to pay thousands of dollars to pay for it? You know, I'm like, ah, oh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, I'm responsible for it. There's no way around it. I, I mean, you're responsible for it. No, I mean, that's not the thing. Like, it is your fault, but are you responsible? Those are two totally different questions. Yeah. Because I think the reality is that you can do something and be responsible for something, but also not be responsible to repair it. Like if I was at work and I broke something, like, I don't know, like I feel like that's the cost of doing business is having to be responsible for your employees. You have those things where, no, you have to, you have to have that in your budget. If you're going to have employees, you have to, you know, what's the word for it? I can't even think of the word. Assume liability. Yeah. Or just like incidentals or something. Oh yeah. Like, You've got to figure that stuff out, you know. And Airbnb is an interesting thing. Just because we were talking about Airbnb, it's like, I think I'm over Airbnb. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, I, okay, I feel like I'm getting there myself, actually. So I should, I, th- I should take that really back because I feel like I'm also getting to that point. I think I'm, I, I just, it's a lot, it's a little bit of hassle yeah. to get into the Airbnb. It's always a little, you know, and then you have to take extra care True. of the space, which I don't mind, but... And then the thing that I think really pushes me over the edge of the Airbnb, it doesn't happen with all Airbnbs, but with some, is security for hmm. my gear. So let's say I'm, I have a weak job in Miami. This happened. And I got a not amazing Airbnb. It was not that great. Trying to save money, we stayed there for a week, so I didn't want to spend like $300 sure. a night. You know, So I went the cheaper route. And sure, the room was locked 
and the you know, the door to our to the whole complex was locked. But I didn't feel as safe as I would have leaving my gear to go out at night. I didn't feel as nice. Um, if um, you know what, I don't know what that noise is, listeners. That's a popular Levi from Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I thought you train you trained out, but yeah, yeah, you, you know, know I, I didn't feel as safe or as secure leaving my gear in this kind of shoddy room or house where another person has access to it. There aren't cameras. There aren't, you know, and I'm like, oh, for for my business, it is a lot nicer to check in at a certain time. Yeah to have my room locked and to have, you know, no one's just wandering around the hotel. Obviously, people could rob me in either situation, but then I have to clean it on the way out yeah. and all this stuff. There's like a whole host of things that I'm just like, I don't have time for that. I'm busy right yeah. now. Yeah. I think my thing with Airbnb is is that I feel like they're not that much cheaper anymore than a hotel is. Exactly. And you're not getting the perks of a hotel that you can literally show up whenever you want. Exactly. There's just walk in. It's super convenient. And there's a pool. I love pools. Yeah. And so I will go to a hotel and literally jump in the pool for five minutes. If that's all the time I have left, I'll jump in for five minutes, get out and go to my room. But the, my beef with hotels is that I think it's weird to sleep in a bed that so many people have slept in before. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's actually, I told my, I was my, my buddy's best man, you know him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, he was like, I want to get this room. Um, I think it'll be extra special for, for her, you know, for the, the night of their wedding. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's special, but bro. It's been special for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> Put a black light on those walls, man, because it's going to be messy in that in that master suite or whatever, the presidential suite. The honeymoon suite. suite. Yeah, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> he was like, no, I never thought about that. I was like, wouldn't it be more special to go into your own bed, like, you know, and do your thing? And he was like, all right, maybe I'll think about it. He ended up going into the, the room. I do think that... Because even at Airbnb, I'm like, yeah, people have slept in this bed, but not as many people. And... Uh, I, okay, here's the thing, though. Uh, my, my wife is... An, she's really good at cleaning stuff. And so I would trust her to clean stuff better than I would trust a cleaning server. Like a yeah, but company. you would... Because you know your wife. Right. But no one else knows, you know. They're just going into... I mean, maybe if I was going, it was my honeymoon, and I would, I was like, oh no, what am I going to do for my honeymoon? I would go to a really nice Airbnb. That, maybe I could sure. see that okay. being fine. The hotel, I, I get the whole, like, this isn't super special. Like, this is kind of gross, actually. Unless it's a really cool hotel. Oh, it's just super nice. But then I, that's the problem, is I feel like if you're, a re, you could get a really cool Airbnb for a reasonable price, but a really cool hotel is going to cost you like 400 bucks a night. Or more, yeah. And so it's... It's actually, you know, I don't know, certain situations, I'll look for an Airbnb, but lately I've just looked for, I've just been looking for hotels. Mainly price is yeah. comparable and security. It's just like, I love the security of a hotel, you know, it's easy, it's, it makes sense, you know, you're not dealing with a whole host of different types of people, you just, you just put it online and you're good to go, and so I, my vote is for hotels right now, so, uh, yeah. hotels, one, Airbnb, zero. Yeah, well, are you, what about you? One? Well, I, the, the thing is, I was literally looking at Airbnbs today for a travel wedding that I have, and there was just the, the only Airbnb that was in the town, I'm, it's in a pretty rural location, the only Airbnb that was available was 450 bucks a night in the town itself. Like, okay, I can look outside the town, because 450 bucks a night is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the whole region 
because it's you know it's pretty remote. Was like also not any Airbnbs. Is so this then, in Iceland? <laughs> it is in Iceland. Oh gosh. Man. And then so then it's like in hotels. And I mean Iceland's a, you know yeah, it's, you it's notorious for that travel wedding. I was like, what, you, what does it mean by travel wedding? Like a destination wedding? That, okay, fine. It's a destination wedding. Okay. Hipsters, man. But. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm not even just because you, you're not a hipster doesn't mean you can knock it. Wait, I, I'm a hipster. Okay, maybe not. Well, I mean, those glasses that you have today. Thank you. Kind of like a, it's like a post Hercule, <laughs> like a hip Hercule, Hercule, Hercule. But okay, so then I was in hotels, and hotels were still expensive, but not 450 bucks a night. Yeah. I've... So, and I, I just don't feel like the novelty of Airbnb matches with, you know, it's not a hotel. You don't have the service. They don't come make your bed, yeah. you know, when you yeah, leave. I don't care about that so much. Do you? You don't. Not really. I love a freshly made bed. Like I can, But then I also feel weird that someone's been in my room touching my stuff. But it's a nice person. I'll leave you a mint. Like, what kind of hotels do you stay at? I don't say these. I'm saying the wrong hotels, apparently. <laughs> you don't get <laughs> I don't get mints. I don't get, like, like uh, um, towel swans on my bed. I'm just saying, do you get, what about fresh towels every day? I think that's kind of nice. You know? I mean, sure, it's, it's, a, it's a nice luxury. I, okay. I feel like what, the bang that you're getting at a hotel, you get, you know, from all that care to the pool, to the gym, to all the stuff that you can do to the, to the, the weak waffle in the morning, you're not getting that at an Airbnb. Yeah, that's true. Unless they're making you breakfast. And so for the same price, you're not getting as much. Yeah, that's true. So I'm, okay. Do you, have, do you have like a terrible Airbnb story? Like, man, like worst Airbnb story? Worst Airbnb Because I, I have one. I was... Okay, so you were asking that so that you can... No, no, I, I have one. Well, because I know I just put it in a spot, so now you have to think of one. So I'm like, I'd be curious about yours. Um, uh, worst Airbnb story... Um, no, I, honestly, I mean, the one in Miami... It wasn't bad. It, I went with my buddy Sachin from Vancouver. And if it was anyone else, I think they would have been like, why are we staying in this crappy hotel? You know, or this crappy Airbnb. Because uh, it was really bad. We slept on bunk beds. It was pretty rough, you know. And But Sachin's cool. He's like a brother. And so he was just like, whatever, man. I'm doing it. We're doing it. And so for the week, like, I probably haven't got... Uh, like that was the closest I got to Sachin physically and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and emotionally because we were just like with each other 24-7 talking, chatting. And with anyone else, it probably would have been tough. So I, I can't fault the Airbnb for it. Um, but uh, I could – and then a quick hack. I don't know if you ever do this, but apparently a lot of Airbnbs are like really cool with uh, trading for photos. So, ah. so the photographer has a special in – by saying, hey, I'll give you professional photos for a night or two nights of stay or something like that. And all you do is go in in the morning and you shoot a couple of room shots, you know, blah, 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 maybe a portrait. And they can just change it on online to give you like a free stay. Or wow. And so for special photography tip number one is trade photos for Airbnb. What if you're a terrible photographer? They'll never know. We can talk about that on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bad photography and how you can hide it with good editing. Uh, or with presets. <laughs> orange skin tones. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So let's put, make it orange. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what's your bad Airbnb story? Well, it wasn't, I guess, I'm trying to think back 
what made it so terrible. But I guess I... It was... Okay, I'll just say it because it was really funny. It was in Iceland. I was out in the countryside because if you're on the south coast out there, there's where, not much out where there. Where was it? South... <laughs> I just didn't hear you. Oh, it was in Iceland, of course. <laughs> oh, wow. South oh. Coast. Wait, where? Sorry? Wait. Uh, it's it's called Iceland. Have you oh, heard of it? Oh, Iceland. Um, Iceland. And it was a, a barn. Like, not a barn. It was like a farm, a working farm. Of course, of course. And, I mean, not of course, because... This is the Airbnb, a working farm. It's a working farm. <laughs> but it's like, not just like, not like a room in a farm. It's like the whole farmhouse. And so you have like, and so literally you can't see another, like, another like house for like... 20, 30 miles. It's like middle of nowhere. And which is not like super comforting because it's desolate out here. Sure. There's like a random dog that's walking around like the property. And he's really nice, awesome. but it's also like kind of like, why is this dog here? <laughs> and where does he live? <laughs> and the, the, like the shower didn't, uh, was no hot water at all. The shower looked like something you would have, like something that they could, could have shot a scene from like the movie Saw. And oh, dang. like just grimy and like kind of nasty, Ooh. cold water, like no shower curtain. One, like there was a towel that was like a cross between like a hand towel and a uh, washcloth. So Gosh. relatively small. I ended up using a t-shirt to dry myself off. <laughs> there was no soap and like no shower, like any like kind of like amenities for like showering. Like it was just like cold water and <laughs> BYOS. <laughs> and... Yeah, and was this like? Did you know this before going in? No, because there was like only like one photo, and it was like a photo of the bed. And I was also like, the place was still like a hundred, two hundred bucks a night, one hundred eighty bucks a night, two hundred bucks a night. So it was super expensive. There's not that many options out there. That's the thing. In the middle of nowhere, there's not very many options. There's no hotels, so you have to Airbnb, and they can charge whatever they want because there's no competition, and you get people like me who are none the wiser, and you don't have a photo of your bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, man, this is. Traveling in Iceland, like there's all this glory, like oh man, Iceland's so cool. I'm like, this is not as cool as people think it is. Wow. So sounds like a smelly place to be. Yeah, I mean, you know, like kind of dank. Yeah, but not like a Colorado dank, but like a musty dank. Oh, oh no. Yeah, um, I'm secretly counting how many times you said Iceland. You know, I've probably said it the same. <laughs> I think you said it more than I've said it. Actually, <laughs> Iceland, 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 Iceland. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, Guys, I think we did it. I think this is it. I think that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, that was a good trial run. Hit yeah, us up at www.levi80podcast101 online.com. not a thing. Don't go there. What's your Instagram handle? At Levi T. Arena. All right. And yours is? At Adonia Jaja. Um, I don't know how to spell it, so don't even ask. Uh, yeah, so hit us up online. We want to hear about topics. We want to know what you want to hear about. We're out here in Colorado. And what you don't want to hear about. <laughs> what you don't want to hear about. Though, oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently those... Uh, it's probably more what the Hotel stories are a little... Oh, well, I'll edit some of those out because... That, <laughs> whatever she said earlier. I think you should definitely put that in. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. And this, this, is is a, gonna... this is a comedy podcast. All, All right. right. Uh, we're, out. we're doing it. Peace. See you guys. Peace.